0: This will be the first topic provided by neither of us. Is this is a, this is, is a listener- This is listener. a listener-provided topic. Okay. Are you ready for the topic? I'm going to read it as as is customary, but this will be as much of a surprise to me as it is to you. I don't think people know. Generally, I know the topic. You don't know the topic. That's- uh, in every You've explained this. I know, but once. I don't think- I think you always cut it out when you edit these. I don't. I you're don't probably going to You're going to edit this out, I'll, too. I'll so. cut this- I almost certainly cut this out. Okay, so- uh i, I uh, but i'll i'll leave i'll leave you at the wheel here uh you want
1: uh option one two or three uh can you read them all and then i pick no uh option three okay no two is that your final
0: answer no three three okay so, number three from from our mystery caller
1: spas spas that's the topic oh spas yeah um so spas uh <laughs> So, spas means a lot of different things. I was going to say, can we define spas? Yeah, because there are... What pops into your head? Well, there's... The, the, what, what pops into my head, the first thing I think of when I think of spas... Yeah. ...is the music. Huh. It, it, sure. It, it's, and this is just from, like... Calming music. Calming, you know, instrumental, uh, yeah. relaxing... Yeah, I think we can all picture that. Uh, ...music. And, um, and then I also think of bathrobes like plush okay. black bathrobes hotel style bathrobes yeah and then okay. and then plush slippers okay so uh slippers bathrobes bath music calming music calming music that's what i think of when i hear spa okay here's what i think of i think of uh
0: someone on a massage table mm-hmm. being masseused i think of uh being masseused uh that's that's not that's not how you use that phrase sure uh, I think of a woman with
1: her hair up in a towel with cucumbers over her eyes. I definitely was going to say cucumbers. Like if we were just playing right now, Family Feud, mm-hmm. and it was like we surveyed 100 people right. about what are the things you say about spas, spas and it, cucumbers. It, cucumbers would definitely 100%. be on that list. Yeah. And then
0: I think of uh, like a sauna, like a cedar, whatever that wood is, in in a traditional sauna. Yeah. Um, and I think of I think of people in towels, not bathrobes. I don't know. I don't know. Why. Oh,
1: kinky. Is it? I don't know.
0: Okay. That's so okay. So so when we say I spa, though, can we think people have bathrobes going in between?
1: Like, right. That's right. As, a, as like an sessions. interstitial.
0: Yeah. Um, so a spa, broadly speaking, is a place you go mm-hmm. to have various, you know, kind of special treatments or or for spe- for a special environment um, that is not readily available elsewhere. Um, and it's and it's generally focused on health, but not in a medical way, but rather than in kind of a uh, wellness, a wellness restorative way. Yeah. And it's sort of a pampering. Um, I, th- I think I'm, I'm differentiating it from like a rehab place where sure. you'd go to do PT or something like that. Um, oh, or, or, or like detox, uh, like, a oh sure. <laughs> chemical dependency. E- detox. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what I'm saying is it's voluntary. It's not like you're, you know, but you're going to get a massage or a facial or a mud bath or a salt scrub
1: or a sauna or a, you know, so- something like that. Um, uh, by the way, there is a, uh, a bit in one of the later seasons of Veep. Did you watch Veep? Yes. Uh, where she, uh, the, 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 uh, Selena, Selena Myers, the, um, Julia, Dr- Louis Julia Dr-Dreyfus. Louis-Dreyfus, the uh, American treasure. Uh, uh, somehow they made reference to that. She'd gone to, uh, like a rehab facility for mental health uh-huh. breakdown of some sort. I okay. don't want to say loony bin, but you know that that's right. what we might have called it in right. back in the day. Is this after she lost? I think it was after election? she lost her. Right. She, okay. But um, and whenever reference, she said, "No, I went to that spa." And right. She kept she kept on correcting whatever anybody made reference to. It. Any yeah, other I was phrase? At, it, was, it was it was I was at the spa. The spa. Right. Yeah. The idea
0: of being at the spa. For an extent, I think of the spa as a place you go for an hour or two, or maybe an afternoon, but that's it. But then there is the spa as euphemism for other place, and, and so you are at the spa for a while, right? And it's really that you were at you know treatments facility, a rehab sure. facility, whatever it is, yeah. Uh, and but that's also nicknamed the spa, right? But I think broadly speaking, people think of spas as it's a place you go, you have a procedure, or you you do
1: something there, and then you then you're out, right? But the, there's also this notion of a spa day. Right, I think that's 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 uh, consistent with which I think is yeah, but I think it's longer than just a two-hour.
0: Fine, but I would say it's less than it's less. It's it's, there's no overnights at the spa. Right, Uh, it's it's basically like fine. You're gonna have a spa day. You're gonna go in the morning. You're gonna spend all day doing various
1: things, and that's your day. Yeah, that's your spa day. Um, So uh, years ago, we went to uh, the Mohonk Mountain. Oh yeah, I've been there. Um, and it was kind of fun, you know, it was was actually really fun. It's a peculiar place. And we went off season. Right. We went like in March. I love traveling off season. it's very, uh, very empty, which I loved actually. It was great. Um, and we did go to the spa. Oh, nice. And we got massages. Right. Um, and maybe some other things. So I think I did have the, the, uh, the really... Comfy the robe, uh, robe bathrobe, Um, plush slippers, and then and then uh, I remember going swimming in the like swimming pool that was part of the spa. So there might have been a separate swimming pool, but no, I
0: don't think there is a swimming pool.
1: Oh, so maybe
0: we went there. I don't think I went to the spa, and I don't remember there being a pool. Okay, this was an indoor
1: pool, right? Um, and it it it, um this is just vague memory, so this might be not be accurate, but it didn't really seem like a lap pool. Um, hmm. it, was, it, was it wasn't definitely, long enough for there it, to be a lap pool. Yeah, it was maybe more square yeah. right? more, and more, and it was, um, but what they had piped in underwater music. Oh, interesting. Uh, but, which was spa music. And that was, I think that's the only time I've been in a pool that had piped in music. Um, if you has, owned a pool, would you, would that be important to you? No. 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 If you
0: owned a pool, what would be important to you?
1: Uh, I would say Temperature. Yeah. Uh, it would have sure. to be heated. Not have to be, but, but depending on, sure. you know, uh, d- it'd you be know. nice to, for it to be heated. If you had it in the Caribbean, you might not need it uh, heated. Correct. Um, and I would say, um, I would say the look of it. So how, how oh, well yeah. does it integrate into the what, what the
0: space? D- what shapes and, uh, and like design? Because one of the things I've noticed, you know, we, we sort of think of swimming pools as like, oh, it's a swimming pool. But there's so much variety yeah. in terms of what color is the um, I don't know what you call. It. I was gonna say shell, but that's not right. But you know the the, the, the base the the, f- the thing that contains the water yeah. is a color, right? And sometimes they're dark blue or light blue or or black or black. Yeah. I mean, sh- sure. Where are we? <laughs> what, no, I I've, <laughs> I've,
1: I've been in pools that are you, slate black. Yeah. How many? Uh, well, More than in- one. Uh, I've been in more than one. I've been in... I've I never seen a photo of one that's slate black. Are you kidding me? I don't I'll, think I'll so. I'll pull one up on my phone. No, thank you. I'll, I'll I, I've will i been I've been in two pools, one of them
0: multiple times. That was slate black. That is slate black. I'm not saying that isn't cool. I'm just... that's. I don't think of that as very typical. Usually, it's like light blue or dark blue. Or it's like a vinyl, but it's got a pattern to make it look like tiles, but it's not tiles. Right. Or it's like a... You know. And the shape is also something that, that says a lot about what kind of pool... It's right. supposed to be right, and
1: does it have a slide or right. a diving board or a it, waterfall? Does, does it have stairs? So is, it, is, it, is, is it, it, it a pool a, for kids right. or is it a pool for uh, for adults? Is it? Right, yeah, there's a
0: lot. So, just just quickly, let's imagine you have a you have a beach house or mm-hmm. a vacation
1: house of some kind. You're designing a pool. What's your pool? Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I think I would go it it depends on the look of the overall grounds yeah. and the look okay. of the overall house so and you I'd can, want it you to know, be in keeping with give, that right give me um, some you can and make up I'd, whatever i think i would want something want. that would be uh kid friendly but not too cute so I'd, i i I'd, i uh, yeah, like so i'm not it. sure if it would I, there'd be no crazy slides uh-huh. that you know that just would look garish and right. things like that right um uh i do but, but it sounds like it's it's for lounging that's the main purpose yeah i i really like i, I do like the idea i i do like jumping into pools okay um. So we'd have to have a, want a diving end. board. You want? You, you want like a, a diving well? Like a diving board is uh, is is wouldn't be crucial, but that that would be the ability to jump in and do yeah. a cannonball. Right. Uh, it would be important. Uh, and I don't personally like swimming laps. Hmm. I mean, I. I, I so that's not laps. that's not important so to you. For me, that's not important, but it's for recreation and for cooling off and. Um, do you have a built-in volleyball net? That's the next thing I was g- literally <laughs> I was just going to say that, um, that but that's hard to it's I don't think I've seen a pool that has that does it well with a volleyball net and a deep area. That's right because
0: you need a you need a approximately the same depth on either side at least for the playable area. Right, and then space. But I you know so you get a bigger pool. I don't know. I don't know in this yeah. in this fantasy. But the you're, you're but right. the
1: uh, we, there's a pool that we, uh, a friends pool that we go to a lot of, uh, that has that's a uh, water volleyball. Pool, like mm-hmm. that's all it is. That's it's the whole purpose. the whole the whole purpose is for water that sounds, volleyball. That sounds super fun. Yeah, really fun. But uh, you couldn't. That's not really a kids' pool necessarily because no, there's not really it's a not, shallow. Not end. a
0: kids' pool, but there's no shallow end.
1: Yeah, right. um, yeah. So when you think of a spa, does it always include a pool? I don't think so. Right? No, no, no. Although, and I've never been, but I've had lots of friends who have gone, and I've heard lots about these uh, spa castles. That's right? A spa castle. There's. Uh, it might be a brand. I'm not sure if we're talking Kleenex or and tissues here, but. Um, it's, uh, there's at least two in the city in, hmm. the, uh, in New York uh, and they are places where people go all day and they are uh, they have lots of different rooms and sections so there's um, steam rooms and saunas and hot pools and cold pools. Hmm. It's like Turkish bath okay, or Russian bath. Have you ever been to a Turkish bath or a Russian bath? I I only know that phrase. I don't actually, I don't even know what that is. Tim's been uh, to, to them. There, there's definitely a Russian bath and Turkish bath in the city. Okay. Uh, baths, I should say. Um, and I can't say that I have. I feel like okay. I, 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 I have vague. Where you have, you know, hot water. Oh, no, I, well, I have been. So I went to... Uh, Friends li- in Miami used to live in this like uh, nice condominium that was also a like a, a hotel okay. too, and it had a had amenities, had very incredible amenities, um, including this incredible, let's call it a spa, where right. they had they had a huge outdoor pool, but they had the indoor pool that had indoor pool and then a jacuzzi and a hot tub uh-huh. and a cold plunging pool and a warm, you know what I mean? That's so a lot and of things. A, so like lots and so there's something about and that's what Spa Castle has. Uh, that I think is different from the Russian and Turkish baths where you have cold pools of water, warm pools of, part of water, hot pools of water, and also steamer And there's things that are, I think, co-ed, and then some sections that are uh, uh, single sex and right. that uh, can be maybe clothing optional and things like that. Right. Um, and that it, it, it so it's a whole experience, and people spend hours going between these different rooms hmm. and different uh, types of water because there is something to plunging in a... Sure one temperature and then plunging in another and people find that regenerative. A lot of plunging. Regu- But I feel like the Russian and Turkish baths, I don't think there's as many pools of water is okay. my understanding. But I, there might not be any. It might just be steam and sauna and that kind of thing. That's very plausible. Yeah. Neither of us knows. Neither of us knows.
0: But yeah. it seems like it's fair to say that neither of us is a spa aficionado. No. I'm not against it but I, I have to say my, my track record of, of spa and spa related treatments is is um, I would say on brand low for right. my sort of um, demo my, my demographic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually recently had the first massage that I've ever had. Really? Yeah. My wife had a, a gift certificate that she had received. I forget specifically why. And she said, you'll enjoy this more than I will. Uh, so I booked the massage for a particular Saturday. You can go to this place and it's a, you know, it's a pretty straightforward massage. I was like, oh, that sounds great. So I went and it was very relaxing. And afterward I felt very, you know, um, uh, rejuvenated. Hmm. And I thought to myself, I can see why. If, if if you had the means to do so, both in terms of time and money, w- having like a regular schedule of this would be something you'd look forward to. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is good. This is like, you know, you feel very, um, I don't know, whatever the opposite of tight and stressed out is.
1: Uh, loose. Loose and, and uh, relaxed. Uh, relaxed. That's right. Yeah. That's great. But uh, have you ever gotten a manicure and or pedicure? No, I have not. So that, that there are lots of mani-pedi places yep. around town. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, sometimes those describe themselves as spas. Right. And because they'll do like a, don't they sometimes do like a chair massage? Yeah, they'll do like, a, I think a chair massage or a okay. back rub or that kind of thing.
0: And I understand that it's therapeutic uh, on a smaller scale to have right. somebody manipulating your hands or feet.
1: Right. So how much do you think, but when you think of spa, yeah. how much How much do you think of, I mean, we, we went through how, the the list I, of, how much do I think of mani-pedis?
0: Uh, of mani-pedis. Well, I, that. they didn't come to mind, but I accept them as a sort of uh, part of the same- um sort of taxonomy Mm. you know it's like it's like a cousin of the spa proper it's sort of like mini spa uh because you know i think of a spa as engaging in a therapeutic activity and here here it is it's just a smaller scale yeah i don't know what do you think
1: i think you nailed it great what's the next topic okay which number do you want one or number two uh number one number one okay uh meal delivery kits
0: meal delivery kits so what we're talking about is like uh, Blue
1: Apron, Blue Apron, or HelloFresh, or uh, some of these other. Ones I feel on the like market. there are
0: probably a lot of these, and I yeah, have they only sponsor heard a lot of podcasts. They've sponsored a lot of podcasts. Uh, I have only heard of Blue Apron. You said HelloFresh, which is totally plausible, but you probably could have put anything that comes out of the random uh, name generator, mm-hmm. uh, random internet startup name generator and said, oh, that's a meal delivery service, and I'd be like, oh, of course it is. Yeah. Um, Evidently, Amazon tried to get into their own meal delivery, and didn't Sure, work. what yeah. has Amazon not gotten, tried to get into? Um, uh, so have you, I assume, I mean, how, how could you not? Get,
1: they, they haven't gotten into paying taxes. Oh! oh. Brian, with the hot take. What have they not gotten into Long Island City? So... so. <laughs> that's,
0: that, that, that one's better. Okay. Um, so we uh, we did subscribe to... We've subscribed to a couple things. Uh, my wife is a fantastic cook, professionally trained she's cook. She's very, very good. She's very, very good, but she's also uh, the parent of two children. That's and so uh, so, sh- so, we are both motivated to do things that are, uh, I don't know, that, that, that reduce friction of common activities like meal mm-hmm. preparation. I usually use like oil or some mm-hmm. creams. So, <laughs> so uh, we have periodically subscribe to one or more of these. And every time we subscribe for a while and then we stop, which may be what everyone does. But for us, we did Blue Apron, it was fine. It feels a little bit like coloring inside the lines.
1: We did Blue Apron for a while. Uh, and same, uh, let me say this, we are not cooks. I'm yeah. not a cook, Tim's not a cook, we're not cooks. Uh, and uh, professionally trained or otherwise. Yeah. Uh, and Untrained. Untrained. Um, but the the thing about blue, it's it's just felt very. Um, y- everything came in these little containers, yes. and it just felt it felt a wasteful. Right. But also, like most of it was good, but then occasionally some of the ingredients would be a little bit off. Okay. And it's like, oh, if I were in the supermarket, I wouldn't have picked up those particular radishes. Oh, interesting. You. you know, right. you don't it's have the a quality choice, control. It's like yeah, you it, just it, you only get the one you, serving and, size. And you only get that little yeah. serving size, and it's a little bit. Um, yeah, it just, right.
0: it just became a. I mean, so I find th- I find it interesting that the experience of a self-proclaimed, not good cooks, and a good someone who is a good cook, is similar. Is dissatisfied in ways that are that are similar. Yep. Like, you know, from her point of view, it's constraining. It's frustrating she wouldn't have done it that way. It's like, okay, this is, yeah, no, this is fine. I see what you're getting at. She actually occasionally found things like hard to follow because it's like, well, why, why are you describing it that way? And then she'd, she'd struggle read through the directions and be like, Oh, that's what you mean. But it's like, they have to walk you through it step by step rather than just say like, Oh, here's, you know, here's the thing you do. Right. Yeah. in know, in sort of a more straightforward way. Um, whereas your point of view was more like you're going through the steps and you're still un- you're still unsatisfied. Yeah. Um, why? Why is that? I
1: don't know. It, and it never looked like the picture. And all <laughs> that. Like So years ago, uh, I went to China with some people from the Rwandan government hmm. and from the uh, nonprofit, the One Laptop Per Child nonprofit. Okay. Okay? And this was this thing out of MIT that they were going to have this uh, low cost, uh, affordable uh, laptop for uh, primary school kids in uh, developing and emerging markets. Um, and to get, have them have access to the internet and quality education and all that. And so the Rwanda government was very excited about this and had signed up to, to do a bulk purchase of these uh, items. And they, uh, I think they're they pretty smart in saying, oh, wait a minute, if we're gonna buy you know, a couple hundred thousand of these laptops uh, that are then gonna get built in China um, and we want to spur our own local uh, manufacturing economy, what if we l- used our leverage as of being a bulk purchaser of these laptops to try to then stipulate as part of the contract that some pieces of the laptops have to be built in Rwanda. So you get, get you get some of the manufacturing business. Yeah, and, 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 and knowing that Rwanda is never going to compete with China on, you know, mass manufacturing, but maybe there's some it can assist the development of that business. And so the, the, that the industry. Yeah, the concept was that it the uh, there'd be they would be manufactured quote unquote in China and then they'd be shipped to Rwanda where they'd be assembled. Hmm. Right. Um, and so we went to investigate and see whether this could, could work. And I was uh, working on behalf of a Rwanda nonprofit that m- would have been a partner in all of this. And, uh, I wasn't working on behalf of them. I was, w- <laughs> I was on the trip on their behalf. I see. Uh, as, uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, and I was skeptical of the concepts from the beginning. I was, you know, hopeful or you know optimistic but i was skeptical because like this doesn't make sense conceptually right. why would you it hang kind of assemble a laptop in china and then ship it to rwanda to then be assembled right there it just it seemed inefficient and didn't you know and it seemed that way because it was that way yes but then when we went through the tour of the facility it's in one of those huge you know places where they make you know macbooks and all these other things and um, and I saw the assembly line where they're making these laptops um, and that's when and after many, and many hours of meetings uh, with with the company officials, uh, we realized that they would the, the way it would have to work for their own quality control is they would have to completely assemble these laptops and then disassemble them and then ship them in these component parts to Rwanda to then ha- have people in Rwanda in some facility in Rwanda screw in reassemble the final like four screws and we're just talking literally like the final four screws we're not talking which, which had already been in place which are and be, were removed because before they leave the factory these laptops have to be quality control they have checked, be checked, checked to make sure they work and right. the system works and the, and the only way works. to do that is to build them all the you have way to build, yeah you can't right. you know so what
0: else are you going to do you're going to ship stuff that you haven't tested right and then right. who's liable for if right. it doesn't work and you know that's
1: the that's the right. the wrinkle here right and so fascinating and and, and so the, the the project didn't come together. Yeah, you you know, yeah, and and I, I was kind of like, kind of tol- yeah. told you so, but you know, sure. um, still a fascinating trip, and you know, it's worthwhile initiative to try to figure it out. Um, but so, <laughs> how I relate that now to uh, <laughs> Blue Apron and I'm these ready. meal delivery kits? Um, it's it's almost like it, our meal delivery kits. Is it playing chef, right. or is it being chef? Are
0: you actually adding any value, or are you just um, is it is it Cook Fantasy Camp? Yeah, is it Cook Fantasy uh, right. Camp? Um, is it like uh, because I think I think the you know one way of phrase, I don't think know this is true or not, but one way you say it is it's oh it's like IKEA, right? So it's like we're going to give you the parts
1: and then you put it together, and that's more efficient somehow. Somehow, yeah. Um, well, in the way it's it's more efficient for IKEA because the whole thing about IKEA is, is how they ship. It's very space saving, right? You from, know, from a shipping point. Of from view. A shipping point, but the difference—I
0: mean—the difference is size, right? Right. Uh, furniture is heavy, and uh, food, by com- at least by comparison, isn't. Right. And I can't help but feel like the scale at which restaurants can prepare food, given how many meals that the, that any just any random restaurant is going to do per night. That the efficiencies on that scale far outweigh all the effort and packaging and, and to labor put, and, put the, and shipping. The
1: tea- teaspoon of salt right. into this little plastic little baggie. This little baggie, and then you have to do that twelve times over for that one meal. Right, and, and, and I, then you have to do that for how many thousands right. of meals? So that whatever day.
0: dish you made. Now I know the the you know the business model and the distribution channels and so on are totally different. Right. But you order. Take what take any meal that you made via blue apron, I can't help but feel like that was a that was not the most efficient way to get that meal to your house right like now the only difference would be I guess if um, there doesn't exist that kind of restaurant near you right we're spoiled because we're here in New York, so we have kind of every kind of restaurant available to to do delivery
1: right and I think it's but there I think the 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 claim that they're trying to make is. We're going to help you become a better cook. We're going to give you the tools, and it's still cheaper than takeout. I think they're trying to make the case that it's cheaper than delivery, or it's competitive at least, or it's at least yeah, it's at least not more expensive, right? Okay, um, so so it, and and, that, and it's easier and, and because, because everything's all prepared, right. right?
0: So there's a bunch, of, but it feels <laughs> it feels like it's um, almost but not quite a thing, right? And it, it, it feels like it's it's something that sort serv- that made a lot of um, progress on novelty, but it feels like something where. At least in our experience, and it sounds like in your experience too, people try
1: it and then stop. Doing I don't. Yeah, it. it's I not don't, It's not a sustainable. Engagement I don't know as a anybody customer. that does meal delivery for more than a few months, right? At best, right? Like so you I do don't know, for I, a few months. I've never met anybody that has is a long term. And we tried more than one. That. We
0: did Blue Apron several years ago. We tried another one called. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. But we we
1: tried it a couple times, and they all have like a different kind of spin, right? Mm-hmm. Some are you know it's well like I remember uh, Marisha and I both did Munchery. Okay. For a little while. I'm not sure if she still does that and that's where you don't really uh you decide that day and it's a delivery and you just heat it up. It's all prepared. Oh right.
0: No, I, I that's the one I would read about where it's basically prefix delivery. Yeah. And, but it's like the, yeah, and, and it's not but to me that's even that makes more sense. It because may, it may, to me it At a lot the kitchen, sense. they're gonna make a hundred of these or a thousand or whatever yeah. and then deliver them to whoever signs yeah. up.
1: And then you could at four o'clock or even at six o'clock see if there was still Something, you know, but then think you might run out of that nights. Right. W- so then you can't you can't order that right. thing because they only have. Right, you didn't have app. unlimited choice that you might right. have on a you know meal delivery app, but yeah, um, but it, so I'm reminded. But we I mean, just back to the cooking fantasy camp because I do think it is something like this. It's it's I, I recently. Uh, for some reason, rewatched or watched for the first time in many, many years an old episode of The Simpsons. And mm-hmm. I haven't watched The Simpsons in a very long time. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, the the beats of the opening sequence you know it, like they're ingrained in my memory I know right. it very well but I kind of have forgotten and that one where you see the car careening out of control and you see it's uh, Maggie driving right Right. but it's just a play wheel yeah. right? A play steering wheel I do feel like that's, <laughs> that's oh Blue that's Weber good it's giving everybody yeah. a, play it's steering a play steering, steering wheel, wheel like, oh of being look at a me well, I think it's, 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 it's for I'm mil- chefing yeah it's millennials and all that saying oh look at me I'm adulting yeah and it's um, and, and
0: in that case I applaud anything that that democratizes um, specialized skills or, or um, encourages people to, to do more things on their own. Uh, broadly speaking, I am a fan of that. On the other hand, I'm not sure that coloring inside the lines makes you a better artist. And that's, so I don't know if I, and I don't know if those two things are the same. The, fact that the
1: adult uh, coloring book industry
0: would, uh, would, dis- would, would, <laughs> would disagree. <laughs> dis- um, I don't know if it's, if the thing where nobody sticks with it for more than a couple months is the same as it's not really making you better at what you're doing. Um, it but also kind of makes it like generates a dependency. It's like, yeah, we're teaching you how to make blue aprons, but we're not teaching you how to dice the carrots cause they can't, they came diced. Right. And that's a big part of like you know, being like a cook is going to the store, selecting the ingredients, preparing them and then cooking them. You know, that's but here. They're saying
1: no dice. That is what they're saying. Uh, I know you want to end this topic, but I want to say I, with well, that joke. No, no I, I just that was to- a good button. Why don't you keep going and take the air out of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I because I I, I I want to make one like when I said the just adult one coloring uh-huh. the adult coloring book. Yeah, as a joke because you, you mentioned coloring outside the lines, but I I think that there is something in the culture, the phenomenon. I don't think it's an accident that the phenomenon of of the. Uh, res- the resurgent resurgence, uh, mm. the resurgence of adult coloring books as like a fad, yeah. as a trend, kind of parallels the resurgence or this this trend of uh, delivery meal kit delivery. And I, I think that yeah, there's, there's something inter- to an, there's that. There's an right? interesting but connection it's there. This idea of it's pantomiming action right. or activity. Well,
0: we've we've talked a little bit before. We talked about in the episode on design thinking, which was one of your topics for me at our year end special. First, um, or first year in special. First year in special. First first ever. Uh, we were talking about the concept of design thinking. And I talked about how much I um, like demystifying skills and and encouraging people to try things. And I, to me, that's that's very similar to this concept you're talking about of of this idea of uh, things being packaged or sort of the pantomime, the, the the fantasy camp, is in order to get better at something, you have to be bad at it. And you have, to, you have to do the activity while being not good at it yet. Hmm. And there needs to be a feedback loop. And that feedback loop, part of that feedback loop is telling you you're not good at it yet. Hmm. right? That's what that feedback loop is telling you. But it's telling you in, in some informative way. right? It's going to say, you're not good at this skill because, look, it didn't turn out right. But try it again. Try it again next time. Do it slightly differently. And then you repeat that enough times and you get better at it. right? That, that's the process of getting better at something. What belt are
1: you in jujitsu right now? I have
0: my blue, a brand new Blue belt, yeah, uh, which means I've been doing it for a couple of years. And really, as an example, I, I am of course better than I used to be, but mainly I'm aware of many, many areas where I'm still not very good. Yeah, that's the experience, yeah. right? So that's a good, that's a good example. Um, so, but I think that's, I actually, th- I think that's part of the human experience that that should be encouraged for everyone, just this idea of like it's okay to not be good at, it's okay to to attempt something. And give it your best shot and nevertheless not be good at something. And I think part of, you know, if you look at through most of human history, you only interact with people in your town, right? You interact with the 100 people you grew up with because like there is no uh, mass media. There is no uh, travel faster than a horse and so on. And now we're in an age where we have access to the world's best everything, the world's best entertainers, the world's best food, the world's best clothing, the world's best, you know, things where the, the quality is just off the charts compared to what most people throughout human history had. And so in most areas, most people aren't the world's best. But it used to be <laughs> that when you're in your town, you just need to be your town's best. You all you, or just good enough, right? You just had to be competitive at whatever your trade was, whatever your job was, whatever you whatever you were in life. You know, it's like, okay, so you're maybe, maybe there's more than one butcher, but you're one of them. So whatever, you're the second best butcher. Fine. People still need your meat or whatever it is, right? You're the, you're the third best candlestick maker, but you know, people like your candlesticks. Um, Now it's like you're competing against a billion other candlestick makers. I think it is important part of being a human, which is this idea of like, if, if you enjoy something or you think it's, it's valuable or for whatever reason you feel compelled to do it, that we should celebrate people doing things uh, even if they're bad at it, right? So a classic example is like doodling, right? It's like not everyone's a great artist, but some people feel like, oh, I can't doodle because it's embarrassing. Why? Who cares? Do do whatever you want. And I'm doodling like right now. There's a, I know. There's a, there's a cooking version of this where it's like, oh, I'm terrible at cooking. It's like, so do it more and you won't be. Like right. just, just like trial be, and error. Yeah. So you're saying that, the, I'm, that, I'm saying, that but I think part of it is comparison with so the, the adult coloring
1: books and the paint by numbers and the meal kit delivery service is all part of this effort of trying to sanitize the learning process or not yes it's 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 giving you permanent training wheels yes that's what it is and
0: that's a great analogy it's permanent training wheels and it's like hey i know nobody wants to fall down look at those guys on the tour de france you on your bike have to compare yourself to lance armstrong why don't you put on these training wheels i don't want to do drugs and then and then you won't worry about it and it's like okay you can definitely put the training wheels on and your bike will not fall down that is true but that doesn't actually get you any closer to being like some
1: somebody in the Tour de France. Well, Maggie Simpson is never going to learn to drive. That's right. She's never going to become Merge. That's right. If she just keeps on playing with the The baby steering wheel
0: is not the same thing as driver's ed. And I think that's part of what I chafe at, is that baby steering wheel is being sold as helps you drive better. It's like, no, like if you want to do baby steering wheel, you want to do meal kit, you want to do coloring book. Great. I mean, do whatever you want, but let's not pretend like it's the same thing. Right. Because it's not the same thing.
1: Okay. What's the next topic?
0: We have one left. Okay. Collectors. For example, we have an example. Mm
1: -hmm. Stamps. Oh. Butterflies. She's pretty cute. Or baseball cards. When people talk about hobbies... They often will give collections, uh, collecting things like stamps or butterflies or baseball cards, as an example. Okay, I don't know, nor have I ever met anybody who has a collection. Who has a collection? The, now, okay, okay, wait, no, no, no I, I, I have, knew I have one counter example, but I did know we had a coworker. Wait, no, no, but I, I did know kids growing up like who collected baseball cards. I don't know any. Like adult, what grown, does it mean to collect baseball cards had a bunch. as a kid? And then also, I uh, had a very close friend uh, who had garbage pail kids. Okay, collected them, and I was very jealous of his garbage pail kids. Collection. Did you know people who had Pogs? Yes, <laughs> I had Pogs, but I didn't really collect them because I didn't, Yeah,
0: I once had I don't know uh, half a dozen Pogs, and, and then I was there's just like, like the, what am I supposed the to do with Beanie baby things? craze, remember that? There were, I remember beanie babies, but like you said, uh, like you, I also can't think of one person except for a coworker we had who hadn't had, has and had an extensive comic book collection, like the, oh. s- the sort that was, that, that is um, dozens of boxes of comic books, who buys them regularly, has it insured, has a database of everything that they have and so Oh, wow. Somebody like that, you know, that's part of, you started it for some reason, it, it brings you joy, it's, it, it's a thing you do, right? It's, it's collecting the thing. I'm, I like nice things. I enjoy using, you know, good tools or, or having, you know, nice, nice stuff, but I don't.
1: Do you like uh, Japanese woodworking tools?
0: I like all kinds of woodworking tools, Hmm. some Western, some Japanese, and I don't enjoy. In fact, I dislike the accumulation of things. It it, it makes me uneasy Mm. to accumulate a large quantity of something. Yeah. In general, that as a, that as a rule makes me uneasy.
1: Um, I, I like accumulating a large number of friends and fun memories. Yeah.
0: Okay. You got me there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How about that? What if you had so many fun memories
0: because you're so old and all your friends uh, have died? How oh, do you feel about that? Always have the memories. <laughs> Just sitting around with your memories. Sitting around. Well, probably would have lost my memories. At How that point. do you feel about to- total recall as a concept where they could inject seemingly real memories? The idea being like, why travel to Mars when having the memories of having done go, gone to Mars is all you'll be left with anyway. So therefore just go to this place and they'll put you in a machine that will give you a false memory as if you had done something you haven't done. Yeah. I think that, I think it's an interesting to me anyway, that that's an interesting
1: philosophical concept of like, I think Instagram is getting us there. <laughs> right. uh, okay. That's because true. People are living so much on their phones sure. uh, and viewing other people's right. lives and stories. Yeah, And uh, like, I, I was just talking to somebody recently about uh, the, the, about Greece and, and, and traveling to Greece. Uh, they had been to Greece, and, they t- and I've seen so many photos of Greece yeah. that I feel like oh, I've I've hey. essentially been there. It's or, or more like or more specifically, had you been there,
0: where you are now is no different than is is the state you are in now is not different than the state you would be in now if you had gone to Greece.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Like Greece seeing Greece <laughs> I know this is an exaggeration it's probably not even true but the idea but the concept is what looking at Greece via someone else's Instagram is has the same effect on you
1: as having gone to Greece right right and it, it, there's like my my life is not you know Better or worse for not having been to Greece as it would have been if I had at this point. <laughs> like, just, again, I, I don't. I don't think that's true, but it's too. It's a little too close to well, being true. Maybe like uh, I, I, I. I've occasionally have done a post on Instagram where, and my hashtag would be I went to that place and did and saw that thing. Mm-hmm. So I remember like when I went to, uh, and I've been to Chicago many, not many, but multiple times not over to brag. years. Not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> yeah, not to brag. Uh and I like Chicago, it's a great it's a great town to visit. But uh I hadn't been to the Is it your kind of town? The uh I hadn't been to the Millennium Bean or whatever they call okay. it. That that you know, that sculpture yeah. and, and Oh, that's the one that looks like a bean? Yeah. Uh it's all metallic mirror surface, mm-hmm. mirrored surface. Uh and I happened to have an hour to kill and I went and I saw it and I took a photo and I and I posted as like, oh, I went to that place and saw that thing. Right. Right. And you took the photo everyone's taking. I took the same photo that I've seen all the other people take right. and, and I'm like, yep, here, here I am, and it was kind of cool to see, but it looked exactly how I thought it looked <laughs> right. uh, would look. It, it was the exact experience. You know, I spent you know eight to twelve minutes in the vicinity of this thing, and I'm like, mm, I'm I'm good, I got it, I got it. Yeah, I get well, that re- that reminds me of the
0: uh, I was gonna say resurgence. What's it, what's what's the equivalent of resurgence if it's the first time emergence? There you go. Ooh. Of um, talk, talk about total ins- recall. Instagram events. Where it's like you pay thirty-five dollars to go to a place where it's like a series of rooms and it's whimsical and maybe there's a theme and it's colorful. It's like a oh, giant these pop-up museums. Well, yeah, pop-up
1: pop right. uh, Instagram immersive Insta- experiences. Yes, so. exactly. Like the and color, the color museum, or
0: yes, we went to one. I forget the name the of candy it. Candy museum. That's right. And and it's and the idea is, they're interesting. It is interesting. But the but the main reason it exists is for people to take Instagram photos. Right. And so i'm imagining these things existing in a world without social media right where it's like okay you're going to publicize this thing you're going to put out your your advertising or whatever hey come to this thing and it's like yeah it's cool it's cool to have a big ball pit or a light room or a mirrored whatever or a you know all that but it's not as compelling because instagram doesn't exist meanwhile because of instagram there's this draw where everyone knows what they're going to do there they're like oh i get it i want to go there that's cool We're all gonna enjoy
1: this. Yeah, every, and so I think this idea of, I feel like Instagram has become a collection, uh, has become a, a hobby for people to collect Instagram shots. Right. And so it's like, I went to this place and I saw that thing.
0: It's a public version of showing everybody your vacation slides all the time.
1: Yeah, but it's a little bit different it, it it is it definitely is that but it's a little bit different it is a little bit like almost like a passport that you get your stamps checked in different places okay that's a good way of putting it right and right. it's like so yep i i've been so i've i've had this experience that i've seen other people in my social network have had and i've now gone and done that and right. so now i've done this version of it so um, is that the collection that's maybe the collection maybe that and maybe it's not you know people aren't collecting stamps uh, right. that i know of um, i mean okay especially i know now that stamp collecting is a thing but
0: is it a thing? <laughs> is stamp collecting a thing? Or is it a stereotype? I've never met a single person collecting stamps. I think,
1: it, I think it was a bigger thing back in the day. Back in what day? Like, I think in the, uh, I think in the Give me a decade maybe? Uh, no, in the 1800s, I th- in the early 1900s, I think it was a big deal. That's a long deal. time ago. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. But that's, you know, and that's when- Whereas like
0: baseball cards, I think of was a mid-century thing.
1: Yeah, but I think stamps, I, I, I have no idea. I'm completely ignorant on this topic, but I'm going to uh, talk very authoritatively anyways. Yeah. Uh, I think that- As is your right as, as a white my, man. Thank you. Uh, I, uh, I think that uh, stamp collection was big in like, let's say 1880 to 1930.
0: <laughs> that's good. I thought it was 35.
1: No, 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 no. You're, you're, there's new research on this that you have to look into. They, Actually, they, yeah,
0: uh, it was thirty early thirties.
1: Well, it depends. Are you talking about North America or are you talking about continental Europe?
0: That's a good point. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm more of a. Uh, right. Continentalist. No, when this it comes to the to,
1: to your point, back when for most of human history, people didn't venture uh, outside their home village, right? right. And stamps, though, uh, bring you know, it's, it's right. It, they're it exotic. It brings in this the whole.
0: It brings the, the the world of afar. Yeah, and it's, into it's, your you're
1: home. touching something that was that created, traveled that had traveled, that's right. uh, and so that's really fun. And anxiety. that as a concept predates
0: most of most travel options to people, right? Yeah. Right.
1: And so if and and post- so it had
0: much more of an exotic allure. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and there's something to I think how correspondence took place then, and and, and uh, obviously you know before radio and TV and and uh, and all of that, you and people would travel, they would correspond, and right. and uh, before digital communications, you had physical communications, and people uh, I think valued that, and there's a lot more. Uh, I think there is a, I mean, the stamps today uh, are utility, right? They're right. you know, and they're. Uh, in, in globally, I don't. You know, I, I'm not sure how many. Uh, if stamps, I'm sure there are people collecting stamps today of stamps from today, right? Sure, modern stamps. Modern stamps, contemporary stamps are still being collected right now. But I, I, I would, I would venture to guess that. Uh, this might be subjective, but probably objectively speaking, stamps today are just. Much more commoditized. It's a commodity. They're they're much they're less interesting. Yes. Right. Than stamps from the 16, 17, 18, 1900s. Uh, I and mean, that's true. Uh, and so that's why I think that there was a heyday of stamp collection.
0: Well, I would I would argue that virtually everything is more commoditized than it was in the past, and that's partly that, that, that's that's my new hypothesis for why. That's there your is, new hypothesis. That's my new hypothesis for why there is a, a decline of collecting in general. Because if, if if things in general are, are rare, or, or then collecting them has some value mm. because it's going to take more effort. You don't have Amazon.com. You don't have the internet to search. So whatever collection you've decided to go, it, it's a much more manual process. And therefore, the accomplishment of a collection represents a lot more actual work. Because right. you had to engage in the community or do your research or travel somewhere or contact people. Or, or
1: be a part of a kind of a, a small or like a, a networked or a community yes. that you was hard to be a part of because right, to join. you and didn't have, uh, you know, AOL message boards to find right, each there's other. There's no easy way to find each other. Right. So
0: instead, you maybe have trade magazines or you have newsletters or you have events that you attend where you make connections with or Conventions or, or, or conferences at, around right, these Things like that. So whatever collection you have, you have your collection of teacups. You can't just go on Etsy and get teacups. Right. Right? You like... And and you're in some community that values your teacup collection and that, and knows the difference between the Norwegian ones and the Japanese ones or whatever. Um, that represents... Accomplishing that represents work. Meanwhile, if I felt like it, I could go acquire just for, for some amount of dollars. I could... Within a week, I could have a collection of virtually any size from virtually any place thanks to the internet.
1: Right. And so not only... So the internet, in some ways, uh, enabled people uh, collectors to find each other that's right uh, and but and, and that they, they kind of maybe in the early days of the internet especially thinking about eBay and things like that helped uh, unleash a flourishing or blossoming of collection because yes. now you could do a lot more but and and so a lot of these networks that might have been um,
0: analog and, and disparate and disparate could connect each other in, and become effectively one big, connected network where it's like you know the regional um teacup collectors over here could connect with to the you know east coast could meet west coast or could meet across uh, the ocean or whatever and be like oh yeah now we can all talk about this this shared interest but then
1: but 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 at the same time it also essentially commoditized it in a way that made it less special
0: that's right right so the same process that allows east coast to connect to west coast commoditizes that connection right right in other words It's the exact same process. You're making the connection easier, so you're making the connection easier, which means that anybody can have that connection, which means that whatever things came out of the connection, the value of that connection, um, are less valuable.
1: So do you remember, uh, I actually, that just for whatever reason triggered a memory that I have been a collector in recent years, of sorts. Of what? Well, Mm when uh, my husband Tim's from Pittsburgh, I'm from DC area, and oh, we were driving. I know, I know what you're going to say. We were driving uh, from one christmas we were driving from uh pittsburgh to dc and uh-huh. halfway point we stopped at a uh a, a rest stop and there's a starbucks there and at the starbucks they had the starbucks mugs the you are here thing where they would do different so it's for cities the, it's or for states wherever you're getting it yeah and yeah. um, okay. it, it usually Wait, would be so is
0: it like they have you know california and maine and and chicago and and florida or they just have only the place you're in right now
1: only the place you're in but it's it, it, but it's some are by city
0: and some are by state but it's not like so you're on the, you're on the drive from what do you say Pittsburgh, Pitt, to, Pittsburgh DC? to DC okay so you do you take a rest stop in and know, it was whatever, like i think it was like it was
1: like it might have been like west virginia okay um,
0: so, so the point is they have west virginia mugs
1: well no no we at this at, that's what started this whole thing was at the starbucks now there're plenty of cities and states that don't have that starbucks doesn't have a, okay. a or at the time didn't have a mug for but we were i think we were in I forget. Doesn't really matter. But we were in, uh, I think we were in West Virginia, okay. at a Starbucks, and there was a Washington D.C. mug and a Pittsburgh. Mug. Oh, and I Those see. were the only two mugs there. And the, right? you, you were, we going were halfway one to the other, and so and, you're like,
0: it's like destiny.
1: And so it's like destiny. So Tim got very excited, so he got them, and, okay. and then, um, and then I guess he got the New York one, or maybe I got him in the New York. And then this word got out, and we actually had a display shelf uh, in our old apartment that was like in in. Uh, A a built in little uh, uh, shelf into the wall, like three shelves. An alcove. Alcove, sure. Um, And it was prominent in our living room. uh, And. Uh, so that's where he wanted to put the mugs on display, right? right? I and mean, why wouldn't you? It's a what? collection. And then he uh, started collecting more, and then people heard about that he was doing this, and because when people would come over, they'd see it on display. And so uh, people start sending him in Starbucks mugs. Now, this is, we're talking about commoditized- It's a mass market. This is a, a Starbucks Right, these are not mug. Rare, rare items. Right. Right. These are not, and you know, was, yeah. And, and then I remember uh, one, uh, I, I helped a friend move cross country. So I drove from- uh, Portland, uh, Oregon uh, to uh, Richmond, Virginia and in four days. And But we, I would Google ahead and look for Starbucks mm. uh, to see what Starbucks would be open that might ha- help right. me. And I, I was actually disappointed that I only got like, I think four mugs. or a court. lot of mugs. Still. Yeah, but we, we. I went to, I, know. I probably went to 15 Starbucks. Oh, really? And there are a lot of places that just don't, like I don't think there's a, right. there wasn't a Wyoming mug at right. all. Right? Okay. You know? Uh, and it wasn't just like, oh, they're out of it. There wasn't Starbucks. Like, it doesn't exist. There's some regions they just didn't have. Okay. Um, and so w- then when we moved apartments, uh, we at the time we had, I want to say, like 30 or 40. That's a lot of mugs. A lot of mugs. And then because people would write me. I would get them when I was out and about. And it was funny because I, when I travel uh, internationally, there would be a handful, you know, sometimes. But it was a slightly different uh, like design and shape of a mug. Mm-hmm. So they, like I think an Amsterdam mug and a London mug and some other mugs like that, but they didn't look the same as the American mugs. Um, uh, but we added them to the collection. And so it, it became a whole thing and people would write us and say, oh, do you have this? Do you have that? And so, it became I a mean, whole- that's, th- So that's one way for a collection to happen is right. people know about it. And people got excited and all. And I you know, I thought it was a little bit, uh, it, I thought it was very sweet, um, but as the collection grew, and I was like, oh, this is a little maybe tacky. Okay. It didn't, you know, it was kind of a, it was very prominent in yeah. our living room. It was definitely a look, right? Yeah. Uh, Are we mug people? We, we became mug people. Um, and but I, but I grew fond of it, and I, yeah. I got, re- I very much got into You can into have it. both feelings. Yeah. I mean, it, but this was Tim's collection, but I, I uh, was very responsible. Oh. Fond of it. Oh, or no, okay. I would say fond of it. And also, I think I was a big contributor to it. Right. Um, and uh, but then we were trying to clean out our apartment in, in preparation for moving and uh he was very big on downsizing things and, and and decluttering and all and one day he took the entire mug collection i think except for the dc and the pittsburgh one uh to like the uh goodwill to the thrift store ah, nice. and donate and i w- uh, without telling me okay. and i was actually and he, he's like no we just need a yeah. you know a clean, he, he, clean he, was in a, he was in a purge we did a... that and i was like you know that was a, that that collection was a point in time and now we've moved on and a little, i was a little bit sad yeah i was a little bit sad i,
0: I understand why um, even though you're happy with the result it was the right decision yeah. etc you can still feel
1: like you know it, it's a it's a certain nostalgia yeah and then sometimes i you know in a, in a new place or a new city for the first time and i see their i'm in a starbucks and i see the mug and i'm like oh should i get uh, it and i'm like
0: no no it's good no that's in the past
1: all right what's the next topic